This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade. I'm Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown and Company, and this is the world's greatest construction show on earth. There you go. And you're here, and I'm here with Mike White, and uh, Mike is a guy I've worked with for quite some time now with getting insulation in and thinking about uh, this time of year mm-hmm. and with it getting kind of chilly and nippy in the air. Yep. It's a good time to think about the, all those air leaks and all. It should have been thinking about it earlier. Yeah, I mean, true. my gosh. But, <laughs> Until it gets uh, cold and yeah, everyone thinks about then it. Then everyone thinks about it because yes. they're like, hey, why is it so cold in here? Exactly. Uh, but this guy fixes that. Um, and you do that through insulation. And yes. I thought it would be kind of nice to talk about the types of insulation, the kind that makes you itchy and the stuff yep. that doesn't make you itchy mm-hmm. and the stuff that really works well and all types of different situations. You're you're the guy to go to the, the resource. And, and your company uh, in Lewis Center is NCI, so yes. North Central Insulation. Yes. So it's great to have you with me. Well, thank, thank you for having me here. So how, how do you get into in, the insulation industry? Well, I've, I've been in sales for 30 years. Okay. So I've been with North Central Insulation for 20. Um, I moved to Columbus in 1990, and one of my, one of my first uh, jobs that uh, I had an interview with was with, with, with an insulation company. Mm-hmm. It wasn't North Central. It was another mm-hmm. one. Um, we won't mention their Yes, name. I worked for them, got hired, worked for them for 10 years, and I've been with NCI for 20. Okay. So, so what was it about insulation that, that got your attention? That was just a, a job at the time? Well, then, pretty much, yeah. yeah I moved yeah. my family to Columbus, and, and that was one of the jobs that uh, I interviewed for. So, And now you know everything. And here I am it. 30 years later. <laughs> Yes. So hopefully, yes. So hopefully, I know quite a bit about it. Well, you must be good at it. You don't you don't stay doing something for thirty years, yeah, exactly, uh, uh, failing at it. So yes, and that's why we rely on you at JS Brown and Company. Uh, we we go to North Central Insulation and Mike, and we call you up, and mm-hmm. oftentimes I'll send you plans, or I say, come on out and take a look at this, yes. and we scratch our heads because we're in homes that were built a hundred years yeah. ago sometimes, and. Uh, the framing doesn't allow for a good depth of insulation. We're dealing with one of those right now, yes, exactly. trying to figure out how to get the right R value in there. Which talk talk to people about what R value means because everyone well, hears it and they yeah. Might R go, value oh. is a resistance to heat. So I mean, basically, an R value in the, the thicker the insulation is, the higher the R value. Okay. So and and certain codes dictate what the R value must be in in a house. Like right now in Ohio, um, they're they're pretty much dictating R forty nine in your attic and R19 in your walls. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, with the R value, it's all in the thickness of the insulation. Mm-hmm. So. And so we're going to talk about all the types of insulation yes. because obviously we deal with situations where the, the wall isn't thick enough for mm-hmm. the R19. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have to go to a different type of insulation to yeah. meet that requirement. Exactly. Um, and, and that's what, you know, I, I want to have people understand the difference because insulation isn't just insulation. You don't just run out to the store and buy a roll of bat insulation mm-hmm. and it does the same thing as everything else out there. And we've all had those situations, I'm sure. I know I have in my house where you go up in the attic and you've got that cellulose insulation mm-hmm. that's blown everywhere, and yep. you come out of the attic, and that's, you find it through your house for the next, <laughs> you know, three days. You're, the you're trail coughing, it. it's up your nose. <laughs> yes, it, it can be. It can be yeah. nasty. Cellulose can be can be pretty nasty. Because what happens with cellulose is when it, you when you blow it up in an attic, it starts to um, break down, mm-hmm. and it starts to turn to dust because it's just ground up newspaper. Yeah. Um, Ideally, I when, when I uh, is there enough newspaper anymore? Yeah, I know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're using something else. But when I blow attics, I like to use fiberglass. Yeah, fiberglass is more resilient. I mean, you blow in twelve inches, you'll have twelve inches 
10, 15 years from now. And that's blown in as well. It's and not just that insulation. No, no. When I go up into most attics, I try to blow the insulation in because blown in insulation is better because it covers all your trusses. So mm -hmm. it covers all your wood. You blow in 14, 15, 16 inches. So you got a nice depth that covers everything. Okay. So, and it's, it's, it's relatively cheaper than bad insulation. So. Is there a uh, is there a formula for the depth of what? The Again, R it all depends. It all depends on the uh, brand because we mm -hmm. use different brands of insulation. So there's always a chart that tells you an R30 will you have to blow 12 inches, mm -hmm. or an R49 you have to blow 16 inches. So we gotcha. just we just to fall, meet that R yeah, value. Just, mm -hmm. And like again, again, it does not settle. So I blow the 16 inches. It's going to be there. Yep, so. absolutely. So the, the types of insulation, and mm -hmm. I know there's a secret one you're going to tell me about here in just a moment for this time of year, you know, as we creep closer to Halloween, mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to have you tell everybody what that type of insulation is, but hold it, <laughs> hold it for a few minutes. Okay. All right. Don't, All right. Let, don't let it out of the bag. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so some of the types that you had listed on your website. So if you go and you, you Google NCI, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to be able to pull their website up and see where their location is, which we're going to give that to you if you want to go chat with them or you need to have your house insulated, we'll tell you how to contact mm -hmm. Mike and have that Absolutely. done with your home. And there's some other lines of service you do as well outside yes. of insulation. Yes. Which are? We, we also do fireplaces. Mm -hmm. We install um, prefab fireplaces. It's a heat and glow product. Mm -hmm. um, we have sh uh, showrooms like the one that we have in Lewis Center has probably 45 to 50 fireplaces on display. Yeah, so you can so, just forego insulation and get a bunch of those things. There you go. That'll crank them up. House. Yep, that's right. <laughs> It'll that's work, right. but all the heat will escape. So uh, <laughs> we'll want to keep it trapped in there. And yes. So that's so you kind of have the two ways of, of producing the heat and maintaining yep. the heat within a home. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. that's it. You go kind of hand in hand there. Yes. So you've got, uh, there's really four areas of insulation listed on your website, but there's more that's going to go outside of that, which we'll yes. talk about. So, so you want to stay tight for this, especially this time of year. Uh, but fiberglass insulation, I think, is a thing everybody thinks about most. Yes. I remember the commercials as a kid, the Pink Panther, yep. rolling it out. The, yep. the, if you've got pink in there, the Owens Corning Owens product Corning, that was yep. there. Yeah, uh, that's what I think of as a kid, and, and that was insulation as I knew it. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people think of it that way, too. So mm -hmm. tell us about the fiberglass insulation in the in the rolls. Let's focus on that for a minute. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, the fiberglass has been around for, for many, many years. I mean, it's still the most used product that we use. We probably insulate 90% of our houses with fiberglass. So, and of course, there's always different type of fiberglass. It, it depends on the depth of your walls or mm -hmm. your ceilings on what type of fiberglass we use. Um, basically, we send a crew in. We do a lot of new construction, so we'll send our crew in to insulate all your walls, ceilings, put baffles in before they drywall. Mm -hmm. um, so, fiberglass is definitely the, the most well-used product still. Today. So, are you using it in the ceilings as well? We do. Well, okay. like like I said, like in slope ceilings, we use bad insulation, like an R30 or an R38. And then, once the house is drywalled, if there's blowable areas, we will come in after drywall and blow the attic. So, usually, it's a two-step process. Okay. So <laughs> you were you were mentioning there's a it's R forty nine is that what you said R forty nine is is pretty much the code right now okay yes. and so if you can't meet R forty nine what are they making you do well um, in most most places you can if it's a blowable area we can easily put an R forty nine in it if if not then they're making you maybe upgrade your basement and do like a drape in the basement mm -hmm. either a four foot or an eight foot drape. Or um, you can do a higher R value in your outside walls. You mm -hmm. can actually go up to an R21 now in a 2x6 wall. 
So there's other a areas. High density it's a high density product. Yeah. So there's other areas in the home that we can uh, um, jack up the R value. That would if we can't get a 49 in some areas. So if you've got a two by 12 vulted ceiling, mm -hmm. what is the max you can R38. get? R38. You can get R38. That's the most we can get in there. Yep. Because okay. you want to make sure you maintain that one inch airspace behind our insulation. Yeah, to get air movement. To get that air movement, very very important. So yeah, R38 is the most we can get in a two by 12. Okay. So. And that's why, and that's when you go into other areas and, and do higher R values. So, is there a calculation <laughs> that they're looking at for the total home, the envelope? And there, say, there, there really isn't. Saying, there yeah. used to be a very difficult calculation mm -hmm. called a res check that we used to do, mm -hmm. but those kind of went out the window. I mean, basically, there's a very easy chart. You just follow that chart, um, then you'll be fine. Yeah. So they I actually, they actually made it easier. So. Yeah. Well, I remember sitting around trying to do those calculations. Oh, the rest checks the, are horrible. Yeah, horrible. They, I used to do them all horrible. the time. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. They were, they were not good. So thank goodness everybody mm -hmm. agreed with that. I thought my math was just bad. So, yeah. Exactly. Uh, math is hard. So <laughs> is. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, so we've got the bad insulation. And yes. oftentimes it's, it's got the paper back to it, right? And mm -hmm. then they staple it to the, the, the joist. Mm -hmm. But like you just said earlier, I don't know if you all caught this, but you had said one of the things you like about blowing it in, in an attic in particular, is you go over the joist. So exactly. uh, you, you aren't getting that heat loss. Exactly. Um, it's a void. Every one of those trusses is a void. Yeah, so, so just by stapling it to the joist doesn't insulate the joist. No. Nope. Uh, you still have that air infiltration opportunity in the joist and exactly. any little gaps that might exist between the joist and the, and the insulation itself. So. Yep. Um, but you see it, you said it's the most common, so everybody yes. kind of accepts that fact and Pretty move forward it's with it. It's standard in the industry. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, and, and I've seen it also with the foil back. Why would you have a foil back to it? The, the reason why we're using the foil back insulation, and this is strictly a code issue, um, basically if the insulation is not covered with drywall, um, it, you have to use a foil insulation. It has a little bit of a fire, better fire rating. Like craft insulation is flammable, so okay. it needs to be covered with drywall. Gotcha. Um, so that's why we do the, the foil face insulation, like behind tubs or in end joists and joist ends between mm -hmm. the floors. So And uh, crawl space blankets. and Yeah, the, blankets. yeah the crawl space blankets actually is a white vinyl that we use, okay. but it's the same thing. It has a little higher fire rating. I would say like an unfaced, yeah. <laughs> 30 years, I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. what it takes. It's that's like right. making sushi. You know, <laughs> it takes it. 30 years to become a master sushi maker <laughs> or insulation expert. Exactly. So, all right, cool. Uh, and then the next one we're going to take a look at, this is the cellulose. Okay. This is that stuff that nobody likes to breathe in. You go, this is what I trance through my house all the time. Exactly. My wife is like, what were you doing in the oh, attic? Yeah, I'm like, how did you know I was in the attic? hiding your Christmas gifts. It's all over your clothes like, and your hair. Need, yeah, yeah. Why do you need to put my Christmas gifts in the attic? Aren't they in boxes this big? Uh, nope. Uh, yeah, so it is. It does. It gets in your hair. It gets in your shoes. Yep. It gets all over the place. So I, I wonder. I probably need to have more blown in because I've probably tracked enough out of my attic. Yeah. It's not even insulated anymore. Exactly. Exactly. And, that, and that's a, one of our biggest uh, um jobs that we do is existing insulation and your biggest bang for your buck is your attic yeah heat rises everything's yep. going through your attic um so yeah no matter how much insulation you have up there two inches four inches six inches we just get up there and we blow over top of it okay but so the, you're stacking on top we're of stacking yeah we're just yeah, stuff out no i mean the only reason to suck it out is if you had critters up there that yeah. made a mess then we can suck it out yeah um but Gross. no ideally just blow over top of it but another important thing in an attic is ventilation. So if we go up there and we start blowing insulation, we want to make sure that all the soffit vents 
have baffles. Okay. 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 Yeah. So we can retrofit baffles and then blow the insulation. Mm -hmm. So those go hand in hand. Very, very important to keep that ventilation open. Is there anything that you recommend in an attic? Um, this is unrehearsed, Ben. This question <laughs> didn't write it down before I came in here, so this could go anywhere. <laughs> Not sure. Put your seatbelt on for this one. Time code here, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even Google this question. Um, so here we go. Um, with the rafters that you have up in an attic, mm -hmm. does it make sense to insulate those as well at any given point? No. I mean, even though it's not living space, Absolutely it won't add not. any no. insulating the, value? The whole thing about insulation, you want it where your drywall is at. Okay. Because you want its resistance to heat. So basically when that heat hits that insulation, it stops. It, it doesn't go up through doesn't your escape. attic. So if you're insulating up into your attic, now you're making your attic a conditioned space. And you're losing that heat up mm -hmm. in that attic. It does you no good. Okay. So you always want your insulation where your drywall is at. Your attic probably wouldn't breathe as well either in no. the summer it, when it's hot. Again, you, yeah. yeah. Ventilation is just as important as insulation. Yeah. So Good. See? Glad oh, I asked that question yeah. on the fly like that. So <laughs> Felt good. Yes, felt good. Go. Speaking of feeling good. <laughs> is it the tip of the week? It's time for the tip of the week. It's time for the tip of the week. With winter staring us down, it's time to think warm. If your home is drafty and your heating bills are out of control, an investment in insulation may save you big bucks. Contact your local insulation expert to take a look at your current insulating issues for a recommendation you may just warm up to. So that's something I'd like to have you out, actually. Uh, I haven't, haven't done this yet, but we, we always have high electric bills. We have electric heat, we have high electric bills, and um, the insulation in the attic's been there since 2006. Okay. Should still be pretty good, you would think. but we have a, a, a home that was built in 1939 originally, and mm -hmm. I don't think there was insulation in the walls. So yeah, probably not. If there is, it's probably really, really thin. Yeah, um, they used a uh, any of the exterior walls I've opened before. There's nothing in it. Mm -hmm. You know, like a lot of people find. But I had that Celotex wallboard mm -hmm. system that was yep. screwed to the framing. And that's on the outside and on the inside of the house. Okay. And I think that was the insulation was. that was done. Yep. So you know without looking at it. Uh, well, I've, I've, I've seen, yeah. I mean, normally when you f tell me what year your house was built, I could yeah. probably tell you if it's insulated or not. Yeah. Just from experience. So it's probably not, right? It's probably not. Yeah. Nope. And so with that being said, the lower floor is not insulated. We added a second floor, which is insulated, insulated. and the mm -hmm. attic's insulated. But we are, uh, the house feels cold in the winter. Mm -hmm. And the summer feels great, yeah. you know, because our, our air system, the cool air is blown from the upstairs. Exactly. So um, how ours is structured. So anyway, um, we have we have that challenge uh, okay. with ours. And so do you go into homes that don't have insulation in the walls, drill holes, and fill the wall yes, cabinet? Yes, absolutely. And okay. that's what I would use probably cellulose for. That's yeah. probably the, the only... Um, uh, area that I would use cellulose in the walls. In the walls, because mm -hmm. cellulose packs in really, really tight. Mm -hmm. um, and like, if there's any cross bracings or anything like that, it will get around those cross bracings where fiberglass kind of gets mucked up a little bit. Gotcha. So, I mean, normally we take your siding or whatever exterior trim you have, and we usually drill two holes: one two feet from the top plate, and one two feet from the bottom mm -hmm. plate, because it's all pressure. Yep. So, um, um, so we would have to drill two holes in each stud cabinet. But yeah, do it all the time. So you can have that done too if you got a cold yes. house. Yep. So do you ever do it from the inside? We do, but uh, you know you'd have all that drywall mm -hmm. repaired to do. But yeah, we, we do. Do the it only on the thing about the inside, inside right? well, the inside it's, it's messy. 
So yeah. you just got to be careful to do yeah. it from the inside. Well, I've got three daughters, so mm, there we go. I mean, <laughs> it's already messy around the house. That's right. So <laughs> you should see their bathroom. <laughs> you could put insulation in there and blow it around. You wouldn't even see it. You wouldn't even <laughs> Are you know. kidding me? <laughs> Whew. Those kids. I don't know. They don't take after me. I won't say who they take after. All right. <laughs> She doesn't watch this show anyway, so that's okay. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next one before I get in too much trouble here. Uh, the, there's foam insulation that for block walls yes. helps reinforce uh, the, I guess the, the warmth of a block wall, mm-hmm. which concrete's cold to the touch. It of course, is, and this is a good way to kind of keep the. This is a good way to cut it down, but as you yeah. can see with with block, you have a lot of voids in there. Yeah. So yep. I mean, it will help. It's not going to totally eliminate coldness coming through that block wall, mm-hmm. but it definitely helps. We do most of that type of uh, insulation in commercial buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll put the wall up, and before they put the roof on, we'll go in and, and fill all the cores. So, so a couple questions on that. <coughs> um, you can see here uh, in the first image, so if you're, you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, you might want to check this out if you want to see a good visual um, by going to the YouTube um, portion of the show. And that is the first image there. It shows how it's kind of coming out of the mm-hmm. top. So obviously, once you spray it in, it's like that. Um, what's that crazy stuff or whatever you call it? Uh, it's actually like shaving cream. Okay, is well, what that's it even, is. Even yeah, I mean, it just totally expands as we're. As ben we're. wouldn't know about that. <laughs> no shaving cream for him or you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, it is. It kind mm-hmm. of expands mm-hmm. out of that area, and then I would imagine you shave that off. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a very light foam, so mm-hmm. it's not a hard foam. So it, yeah, you can. Cut it right off. Does it over time shrink or do anything um, different? It, see, that, that's the whole thing is um, when you're dealing with a foundation that's underground, um, you could have some moisture issues. Mm. Um, that's why ideally I like doing it more in a commercial application where the wall is, is exposed. Gotcha. So you just got to be real careful in the basement because, um, especially if there's moisture issues. Yeah. So, so it's not structural? Nope. And does it um, impact the structure as it expands? It does not. Again, it is a it is a very light foam. Um, you're adding an R value of about R six point five. Okay. Um, so again, I mean, it will help, but it's not going to totally eliminate. It's like putting it. on silk pajamas. Six point five. Six point five. Six point five silk pajamas. There you go. There's your R value. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On to the next one, we got our spray foam, which yes. this stuff is super cool. It is. I love this. It is. And because it's also your highest R value in the smallest area, isn't yeah. that right? It but is. it's also your highest priced. It is the highest price. You're, yeah. you're correct. Um, yeah, the foam has been out on the market for probably about 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, it was ori- originally out of Canada. Um, and we've been doing it for 15 years. Where it's really years, cold. Yeah, where it's <laughs> so really they had cold. To and that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why they came up with it. There's two types of foam there's an open cell, which is a half pound foam. And there's a closed cell, which is a two-pound foam. Okay. Okay. So the open cell um, is an R value of 3.5 per inch. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not a vapor barrier and is not a air barrier. Okay. okay. Uh, the two-pound foam is which I li- I like selling that. I-, I just think it's a better product. Um, it's R7 per inch. Mm-hmm. It has a vapor barrier in it, and it is a certified air barrier. So, so it's twice as. Twice as good, literally from yeah. an R value, but then it's it exceeds that by it having exceeds air that. and it, vapor. Break. And the nice thing about the two pound foam, it is a hard foam, so structurally it helps with the house because mm-hmm. it just brings everything together. And you can use it in combination with fiberglass, whereas mm-hmm. half pound foam you cannot. If you're going to use Got half it. pound foam, you fill that cavity full with the half pound. Foam. Gotcha. So. 
Gotcha. Yeah, and again, there's a couple images of this product being mm -hmm. blown in. And yep. once you get it on, it's not coming off. No, it's not. Even your skin. It, it is concrete, yes. Yeah. And there's little yeah. particles that float around. If it if it attaches to anything, it's not coming off. It's not coming off, <laughs> no, yeah. So you got to be real careful when you're spraying it. Yeah, it's like that. I was trying to think of the name earlier. Great stuff, you know, that you yep. have in the can, mm -hmm. which I've used that. Yeah. I get it on my clothes. Oh, no, you're not getting it off. Clothes are ruined. Mm -mm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, if you wear clothes when you use it, it's not coming out if you get yeah. it on your clothes. But so it is a great a product. Suit. Yeah, it's a great product. We we do a lot of it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, I mean, it's a com complete envelope when you spray a house. Yeah. One thing you need to always remember is when you're when you're foaming a house and you're you're making it airtight. Uh, you need to remember in the wintertime you want to have air exchanges in your house. Mm -hmm. So if you were to foam entirely foam your house, it's more like an igloo now. So you need to get like an air-to-air exchanger on your furnace because you want to bring that fresh air in, especially gotcha. in the winter, because you are sealed tight. Yeah. So too tight. Yeah. Sometimes too tight. I mean, yeah, that's why you it just, happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why you need that air-to-air -air exchanger. So. So what's really kind of cool though is as this expands, and one of the images again we have uh, for you to take a look at here is you got them shaving it down. Mm -hmm. So shaving it down to the stud. Obviously, if you didn't, you tried to put drywall on that. It's not going to. It's not going to attach to the stud. So you have to shave it down to the the level. Uh, well, the that's top of the stud. That's the half pound because the half pound is a light foam. You can shave okay. that. Two pound, you cannot. Oh, so you you have to make sure you keep you, it below yeah, that. Exactly. That's, All right. Yeah, you have to make sure you do not come above that uh, stud, or you're in trouble. You're yeah. in trouble. Okay. Yes. Yes. Well, good. Well, that's probably how they make those cave looking rooms. Uh, paint over them. The paint over them, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Cool. Because it's a honeycomb look. Secrets of Disney. <laughs> yeah. Right um, I mean, it's a honeycomb look. It's not a smooth look. But, um, uh, yeah, you definitely do not want to go beyond that stud. Yeah. So. Well, good. Well, uh, and then there's one other, the secret in insulation yes. that we don't have an image of, but you're yes. going to tell us of. So yes. It's, it's scary to me. It's scary to me. It's called spider insulation. You know, happy Halloween. Um. <laughs> you can find it on the web. If you, you can find it on the web. I'm surprised it's not on our website. Um, again, it's a... Literally, it should be. You should yeah, have a spider on your we website. We should have a spider yeah. on our website. Um, it is a fiberglass material. Um, basically, what we do with that is instead of using your, your R19s or your R13s in your walls, mm -hmm. we are actually blowing in fiberglass. We add a little bit of glue to it to make it tacky. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's really cool because we'll blow the stud and it's going everywhere. It's, it's you know coming off. And then we take a roller and we roll right across the stud. Mm. And it looks like a bat of insulation. And all the product that's falling onto the ground, we can stack it back up and reuse it. Really? So, yeah. so you can recycle you, the waste. You're recycling the waste. There's absolutely no waste with this product. Okay. Um, it is a, uh, you can actually achieve an R23 in a 2x6 wall and an R15 in a 2x4 wall. So it's it's a good product because it, mm. it packs around your electrical outlets, plumbing pipes, wires, you know, anything that's in that cavity where normally with bad insulation, we have to cut it, split, split it, it yeah. pack around it. This, we're just blowing that insulation in there, and it packs around it real real nice yeah. and tight. So. Any disadvantages of using it? Um, none that I can think of. I mean, again, it's a, it's a, it's an upcharge. So yeah. um, it's it's not as much of an upcharge as foam. So mm -hmm. it's kind of a, a good medium. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Well, it's, it's been awesome having you in. Yeah, I appreciate Talking it. about this. It's yes. got me inspired to have you out and take a look at what's going on in my sure. house and maybe doing the first floor. 
outside or inside. So what do you do on a house? Just pull up siding and drill under? Yeah. Or you got to go through and patch your whole house? No, 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 no. Well, it depends. Like, if it's a stucco house, you'll, you're going to have two holes in every stud cavity you have to patch. Forever. But normally, yeah. normally, no, you want to pull that siding out. Drill the hole, then we plug it, and then we put the siding back And you on. do that? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. You won't even know we're there? You so. available tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> awesome. See, there it is. It's a commitment. It's a contract. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, I love it. Thanks again for coming on. Okay, this thanks for wonderful. having me. Well, Appreciate well, yeah. It. No, obviously, people can, can go. Do you have a showroom for them to visit to look we, at this? We or is have a place of business where. No, no. We have, actually, we have quite a few showrooms. We have one in Lewis Center. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one in Newark. Our main office is in Belleville. We have a showroom in Belleville, mm-hmm. um, and we also have a uh, we also have an office in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. So um, the Lewis Center one might be closer. Yeah, for Lewis Center is probably closer. Yeah. Lewis Center or Newark, unless you just so. want to go to Latrobe. <laughs> Isn't there a brewery there or something? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple breweries. <laughs> Road trip. There you go. There you go. There but yeah, go. come on out and, and visit us um, anytime. We're open uh, ten to five Monday through Friday, nine to two on Saturday. All right. So there appreciate it. Is. it. Mike, thank you for All being right, thank here. thank you. Everybody, thank you for joining us for another wonderful episode of Above Grade. I'm Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown, wishing you a great week to build from. Boxland Media. Think big.